Welcome to episode 99. Yay! That's so exciting. Now today we're going to talk about past tense. How is it that you teach your children how to remember what's happened and actually talk with you about what's happened? So your child can tell the cool things that happened over the holidays or this morning or at the zoo or just even something that they dreamt about. So if you want to know how to teach your kiddos how to talk about things that have happened and use past tense, this episode is for you. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist? And you wonder, what do they do? And how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned. Because in this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Hey there, before we get started on our topic of helping our children talk about things that have already happened, things in the past, things that happened earlier today, last night, or whenever. Before we get started on that, I want to remind you that this is episode 99. 100 is coming up next, and we have had an ongoing promotional to celebrate 100 episodes. I was part of a teaching lecture series with Amazing Parents Network, and those programs each have six lessons. Now, if you're the kind of person that likes to DIY it, do it yourself, and go in and listen to workshops and figure out what's going on, this is your kind of thing. The title of the first one is, Why Won't the Kids Listen? And the title of the second one is, Getting Kids to Listen Better. So if this is a topic that is near and dear to your heart and you like to DIY it, this would be a way to get 12 lessons in depth on this topic for $194 total. And then you get to also have a one-on-one coaching session with me to go through what it is that might be going on with your kiddo. Uh, Check out my show notes. I have the link there. And if this is confusing, just email me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com and I will be happy to explain it to you. Or there's even a click where you can sign up for a video Zoom call where we can talk about it there. All right, let's get into it. If I break down 
teaching past tense, I think it is easier to remember what it is that we're actually doing in order to stay focused enough for our kiddos to catch on. And also, if we only have two things as adults that we're thinking about, it's easier for us to maintain teaching them. So the first thing I want you to focus on, if this is an issue, that is that you're going to get into a conversation with your child about things that happened. So those conversations might look like, remember at lunchtime today you spilled your soup and when it spilled on your lap, it was hot. It hurt, didn't it? Do you remember that it hurt? And along the way, your child might stare at you. They might nod. They might start talking about it. All of that is fine. You're only going to focus on what it is that you say. You're going to agree with them along the way. You're going to say, yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that that wasn't really nice, was it? And we had to clean the floor too, didn't we? You're going to refrain from any corrections or telling them how to do things differently. You are only remembering the things that happened. And when you talk about those things that happened, you try to talk about it from their perspective. You help them remember. Help them remember their experience. This is the trick in the first part. It's not that we are remembering our experience, which might include the correction that we gave them. No, we're not trying to do that. What we're trying to do is help them remember their experience and to give them words for what happened from their perspective. That's why the phrase, I remember today, works really well. Here's another one. I remember when you, and then you tell what they did, but always in a positive or neutral experience. So even if we are talking about spilling soup, we are helping them remember what their experience was and putting language to it. Here's another one. Earlier today, you wanted to play trucks. I played trucks with you. Do you remember when we played trucks? Or maybe it's the opposite of that. Earlier today, you wanted to play trucks. But you were sad because I couldn't play trucks with you. I was cooking lunch. You stopped playing trucks. You were sad. Do you remember that? So these are two examples of how it is that you can take both the positive or the negative and talk about them without having any consequence or further correction put into it. This way, it stays pretty neutral. Now you're wondering, how does that pertain to teaching past tense? Well, if you're a native speaker, when you do this, you will naturally speak in the past tense verb. And of course, when we are teaching our children new vocabulary, what we want is to pour into them lots and lots of exposures of this new vocabulary. The more exposures they get of the new vocabulary, the sooner they will be able to use it. So the second part of this is using good grammar and good past tense vocabulary yourself. If you are unsure about what are past tense verbs at this moment, just Google past tense verbs 
in English and then look under images, you will see lots and lots of sheets particularly used in teaching English as a second language. Now, if you're a native English speaker, you are using these whether you realize it or not. Maybe you just didn't remember the terminology of past tense verb because you haven't been in eighth grade for a lot of years. <laughs> That's a thing. If you are a native English speaker, it is part of your regular vocabulary. Then we want to be aware so we can put it in intentionally. So that's it, parents. There are two parts to helping your child speak with past tense. One is that conversation that you get in with them. I remember. Today this happened. Do you remember? And as you start talking about in gentle, happy conversation, you are drawing their memory back to the situation. Now, while you're doing that, you are using good grammar. You are using correct past tense verbs. That's it. That is the magic. Lots of exposure is what sinks it in for our kiddos. And if any of you are having a situation where this doesn't actually work the way I'm saying, go ahead and email me at hello at the language of and we can talk about what it is that is specifically happening with your kiddo. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.